Malden, how you doing out there? It's another segment of Let Me Tell You Something, and I hope this day is finding you well and uh, had a great weekend, and I uh, pray that all is doing well and you're all safe. I have a wonderful lady on the phone that works with Malden very well in all the community, and her name is... Gabriella Stelnick. I hope I pronounced that well. Good morning, yes. Gabriella. Good morning, Josephine. Thank you for uh, having me on. Delighted to be talking with you today. And I would like to know, because I know that you're working with the public and a lot of other people in different cities, and uh, how have you been handling uh, the COVID-19 during this season? That's the, the question of the hour, the question of the months. Yes, uh, as many people now know, but probably not everyone, uh, Bread of Life never closed. As soon as we heard the first announcement and the fateful week in March, uh, we immediately uh, converted our programs, our main ones, to grab and go. So that was the first thing. Our food pantry in Malden, which serves 10 cities, actually. Um, probably 60% are Malden residents, a quarter of them are uh, from Everett, and then, um, you know, Melrose, Medford, and other cities in North Metro, Boston area. So we immediately went to pre-bagged groceries um, distributed from our parking lot at 1554 Eastern Ave. And we made it so that there's no signing, there's no coming inside the building. People can simply check in at the window, uh, show their card if they're a member. If they're not a member, there's no application. We're serving everyone. And uh, they pick up their groceries and go. People have masks. We have hand sanitizer. It's worked very well. Um, the growth has been incredible. I chart the growth every week, and we are serving... Um, about twice as many families as we were pre-COVID. And we had thought it had spiked in April, and then we thought it spiked again in June. We now had the highest number ever in uh, that just happened in July 10th, which is about uh, just under 200 families in a two-hour period. So that has grown hugely. Um, our dinner program we were averaging about 80 meals per night. It's now up to 120 or 140 per night, all packaged to go from the lawn of the First Baptist Church, still Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So there's no inside dining. Anybody could come, uh, come into the yard with your mask on, pick up the bagged meals. And we also always do what we call a goodie bag that has a sandwich and fruit and juice and uh, something for the the next day or a snack. Uh, So that has uh, grown. Uh, In Everett, we used to have an Everett pantry. Um, We still do, but when Everett City Hall closed in March, we had to really figure out what we were going to do. And we ended up uh, doing, starting a mobile market. And every Thursday at the Lafayette School in Everett, we now distribute uh, groceries as a drive-through or a walk-up, all pre-bagged. And we already saw in May and June more individuals, unduplicated, 
than we saw in the entire 2019 at the Everett City Hall location. So we're serving uh, about 200 families per week with the Everett Mobile Market, brand new. Mm. Uh, we also started, and we're working with Malden neighbors, helping neighbors a lot on this, uh, because we were not able to do the bulk grocery delivery to senior citizens that we've done for 12 years with Mystic Valley Elder Services because of concerns about elders congregating about picking up the food in their building. We started doing a grocery delivery right to the door of an individual. And we mainly started out with individuals in their homes, elderly, disabled, or self-isolating with the COVID for the two weeks. And uh, that is now 220 to 250 uh, grocery order deliveries per week. Brand new program started at the end of March. We just started it, you know, on the fly. We said, we got to do something, get the groceries to the people who can't come out. And uh, certainly has it's just um, you know exploded. Mm. I know that that uh, neighbors helping neighbors uh, is a blessing. Uh, you are a blessing. Oh yeah. Uh, how oh, yeah. I have to ask this question: How is everybody holding up at the bread of life? Are you short of volunteers out there? I can't say enough about our staff mm-hmm. and the volunteers. Mm-hmm. Of course, immediately, you know, many groups had to withdraw from the dinner program because they did not want to come as a group. Uh, although several are still supporting us financially and some will drop off food. So with the dinner program, we really uh, still uh, really needed to appreciate that if there are groups that are able to uh, prepare or uh, bring in food, whether they some of them get it from a caterer, for example, but some are still cooking. Um, we welcome all um, donated food for the meal program Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're there three thirty to seven, and then we have a small crew inside that's that's handling that to keep the the social distancing among the volunteers mm. at the pantry. There's a lot of our our retired volunteers had to immediately uh, stay away and still have, but it's 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 been amazing the people that we've been able to get um, that have come in that uh, were furloughed, uh, unemployed. Now we're getting a lot of students, and we definitely need more volunteers. That's one of our roadblocks or obstacles right now is not enough volunteers in the pantry, especially on Tuesdays when we're unloading the trucks that come back from the food bank. Uh, we need people between uh, noon and four, basically, uh, noon to two to unload the trucks, or two to four to put away the food. And then each day, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, noon to five in general at 54 Eastern Ave. We can use people for any aspect of the pantry, uh, shelving, bagging, cleaning, distributing, and also with the grocery delivery program, Mm -hmm. similarly making up bags. And actually, uh, we need drivers, too. Mm -hmm. And that is mainly 
touchless delivery. It's right door to door, ring the doorbell, leave it on the porch, or ring the doorbell and you leave it in the lobby if it's a bit if it's a building. Mm-hmm. I want to say um, uh, just a shout out to uh, to all of you, the volunteers. I, uh, I think they're amazing. Uh, at Bread of Life and also uh, neighbor hopping neighbors as well. Now, are you connected yes. to the? Um, I happened to go to the post office and I saw. I, I I don't know what day it was. I can't remember. But it, are you connected to the one at the Y? No, the one at the Y is a, is is a totally separate one, and um, that's they have gotten into doing. Well, they've always um, been involved in food distribution. They've done the summer lunch program. Uh, but when the COVID happened, because that really shut down their, their you know, physical fitness programs in a big way, uh, they moved much more into the food distribution, which has been very helpful. And they had already had the concept of a food pantry at their uh, Dartmouth Street headquarters. And so they're, because one of the senior housing buildings, 120 Mountain Ave, is right across the street, uh, they get regular um, customers from there, there walking, the elderly walking right across the street and getting their groceries. Um, and they also have some outreach at, at, at another location. Uh, but, yeah, that's totally separate. That's run by the Malden Y. Um, and the, I think the YMCA in general um we've heard about in the state has gotten much more involved in food and doing things at Chelsea and, you know, different YMCAs uh, doing that. So um, that's been big. And, and, and no, the Malden Y also got involved in doing a uh, market in Medford too, helped provide more resources there, which believe it or not had uh, not that many, not enough resources for low income people, even though it's a higher income um, city. Well, I think that's so, wonderful. So, yeah, they, they're doing mm. great work. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about what Breda Life is doing to expand. Ah, well, you asked something that's uh, very, very big on our minds right now. We have an under one roof capital campaign project that we've been working on for several years. And it's been a long-time vision for Bread of Life under our previous director, Tom Fagley, that I, I know you know Tom. Yes. Um, and he's still involved with us in volunteering and doing various things. Uh, and the board of directors working very hard on this. We have always suffered with having to rent various sites that weren't necessarily equipped and, and maintained to do our programs. And we've been, you know, just one place after another, whether it was a church, uh, American Legion, uh, Salvation Army we rented for a while. Sometimes we've had no place. We've actually served out of our van. We've served out of parking lots. Uh, it's, been, it's been difficult for the meal program being moved around so many times over the years. And it's been difficulty, difficult for the food pantry being in, in all kinds of spaces that were not designed for that purpose. And so the vision has been to have one central facility where we'd have our kitchen, our dining and multi-service hall, 
and our food pantry warehouse and the distribution, what we like to call the superette, that would be like a little market where where people could actually select the things that their families need, and not um, we have some of that. That's called pantry choice. You you get to pick things that you, that you cook in your culture and that that you um, count on to feed your family, mm-hmm. and and really have the appropriate. Um, products that you need and especially of course the the produce the fruits and vegetables the meats the fish which we currently do it's a huge percentage of what we currently distribute at the pantry and the other part of our vision of our new facility is to team up with Metro North Housing Corp which will own separately and operate separately 14 units of affordable housing studio apartments the people formerly homeless and veterans. So those are people we've always served anyway, bread of life. Um, and it's been, you know, it's great synergy. It's a great collaboration. And they have now um, completed the funding for the housing portion. They are fully funded, ready to go, and just waiting on bread of life. We need to complete the remainder of our funding, uh, which is about, about six hundred thousand dollars. It, it changes every week. I'm glad to say, keeps going down, uh, but that's where we stand right now. So we are um, pedal to the metal. We're uh, going uh, uh, to, out to talk with anyone who might be interested in our project, um, and uh, certainly anybody can check out our website under one roof and just look at what the project is. It will be a total demolition of the building we now own at 54 Eastern Ave mm-hmm. and new construction. Two floors will be the Bread of Life uh, programs, and then the third floor will be the housing. Mm-hmm. And now, have you done it with grants, or how is that being handled? Uh, we have some grants, some foundations. Mm-hmm. Um, including, you know, most uh, recently the Adelaide Breed Baird Foundation, which is, uh, of course, everyone knows in Malden. They support so many uh, Malden projects and investment into the Malden community. And they just awarded us $250,000, which is fantastic. Uh, and then we have three other foundations that have pledged at that level. The Clippership Foundation, uh, the Beth Israel Senior Citizens Housing in Bishi, which is on uh, the Salem Towers. Um, that was their project. And the Donovan Family Foundation, local family that's been very invested in Malden and helped support Malden Catholic. Um, and then we have a lot of individual donors. We've had fundraising like the... Um, uh, Galvin Murphy and his wife that did the Yankee Pest Jamboree last uh, year that raised almost $50,000 for us. So we've had so many inputs that have um, put us at the point where now we've raised, we have about $2.7 million in commitments, and we've got to raise that last um, $600,000. So mm. we're within striking distance we really hope to be building soon, uh, mm-hmm. but we need we need those those funds before we can really uh, say yes. Now we're ready to build. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, I I think you'll meet that uh, little amount. I, it seems like a lot, but uh, somewhere along the line, when you are blessing other people, it seems to come 
to fruition? Well, yeah, we, we I'm a hundred percent believer um, that uh, without God's help, this would not be happening at all. Because you looked, we looked at the project, and we've had a lot of bumps in the road. I won't go into all of them, but mm-hmm. serious things happened where we thought. Uh, wow, this is a huge obstacle. How are we, you know, we, we lost our partner and developer in TriCap for reasons that are, you know, very, uh, were very unexpected um, and unfortunate. Uh, so we've had a lot of bumps in the road, um, but we've also had um, tremendous support. Um, and the, this past year at the, right before the Baird Foundation decided to make their pledge, the city of uh, Walden came through big time with the Community Preservation uh, Committee uh, awarding us $100,400 for the um, project. And then the Walden, the, the, uh, the uh, CDBG funds awarding us 400000 So we've done... Uh, uh, that's been tremendous to get that support from the mayor's office, the Malden Redevelopment Authority, and the uh, the city council. I mean, it was just just tremendous. That's uh, over five hundred thousand dollars right there through the city of Malden. So it's really things this past year have been just really heating up, and uh, we're seeing progress every day. This is wonderful. This is wonderful. Now. What else is happening at the Bread of Life? I know COVID-19 is taking place, and I know that you're doing a lot there, but what else is taking place? Because I know you've got a lot of special people there. Uh, yeah, well, as you said, you know, where would we be without the volunteers? I know. Um, so um, some of the other things that that, uh, that go on is... Uh, you know, we host the Hunger Network, and our uh, office manager, Marsha Manong, does that, and she's also been involved with the, um, the River Works and the environmental justice uh, movement that's happening in the Malden. Um, so that's been tremendous, because it really does tie into um, the whole issue of um, justice for low-income communities, communities of color, um so that's a wonderful connection. We also have our food access project ongoing. This started in 2015 because about 80% of the people who use our services, you know, self-identify as non-white. So we serve a very large percentage in our pantries that identify as Asian, mainly Chinese, Southeast Asian, um, people who identify as black from the Caribbean, um, Africa, as well as um, African-Americans. We have, of course, a lot of people from uh, Central and South America. So we have a tremendous amount of diversity, a lot of cultures that we see, uh, people with different, you know, culinary traditions, different foods that they use and don't use. And so we hired a food access coordinator, Anton Kwong, um, to especially help us with um, people who were, had come have Asian roots, um, but we also um, have been doing a lot to try to um, outreach more of the uh, uh, Haitian community, Portuguese community, 
so that's we have translation, we have interpreters, um, and very importantly, a lot of people who come to us want to volunteer. Mm-hmm. So we have people from all different places, um, people who have immigrated from many, many different countries who want to volunteer and who do. And that's tremendous because it gets us, um, they're able to outreach into their community and let people know that they can come to Better Life for Services. Um, and then they themselves can help with interpreting, translating documents. So this is something that we you know, routinely do. And it was supported by the Cummings Foundation um, and now ongoing by other um, funders to keep that going. It's been a, a real growth area for Bread of Life. It's been tre- a tremendous benefit to the community. Tell me about the Cummings Foundation. That was something, when we when we got the award, we were awarded one of the, uh, I think I could probably say maybe now, Famous awards because it's Bill Cummings and his wife Joyce are so um, so generous. They are um, signers of the uh, the Warren Buffett Bill Gates pledge to give away their money, and they are so wholehearted. So they have a huge program that every year they give away a hundred thousand dollars to a hundred organizations every year. It's called a hundred K for a hundred. And we got one of those, and that was uh, tremendous. So 2015, we got uh, uh, 25000 for four years. Mm. And then they said, well, we can put your name in to get a sustaining grant for 10 years. And we got that $400,000 over 10 years. So it's, it's really, they're, they're a tremendous organization. They do so much for the area. Um, you know, you can't go through the city of Woburn without seeing, that's what, where they're based, seeing their properties everywhere. But they have properties throughout the, uh, you know, the greater Boston area. And uh, leasing of those properties helps to fund um, the philanthropic work. So it's, uh, you know, they've been wonderful, wonderful to Bread of Life, uh, a great support. And I think when we got those awards, that helped other foundations and individuals look at us in a in a different life light. And it was sort of that we had, you know, come up to a certain level at that point in terms of, uh, it was like a stamp of approval, you might say. Um, it just gave us that, that much more of a uh, confirmation, affirmation of what we were doing. Because they have a very, very thorough process of time to do site visits and have you in for an interview. And they use a lot of volunteers um, with the foundation to do that. Volunteers from the community make the decisions. So it was, it was a very thorough process, and it, it, was, it, was, it was great. I encourage other organizations, if you've been thinking about it, to, to look into it. Um, they're really wonderful to to work with, and they're a great partner. That's wonderful. I see the bed of life is just not uh, for the food. I, I see that you incorporate it somewhat like an education too, as well. Uh, something that you have touched other people's hearts and allowed people come and share their culture as well. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? 
Uh, no, no. I mean, one of the things that we did with the food access that started pretty spontaneously is that people, uh, we started having English classes, and then other people, we, we started having the Mandarin classes. Um, and even online, that's continued sort of with the, especially with the, the Mandarin with exercises that people were sort of doing that remotely. Uh, but, but that was very good. And, and it started somewhat out of a need that we had, that we would have volunteers that came from other cultures and, and could not speak English. And it was great that they were able to communicate with people from their own uh, culture that came, but they wanted to learn English. So that's why we, we started that. That's wonderful. Um, and we've also done some things. I hope we'll do it more with the SNAP Ed, you know, SNAP education in terms of food demonstrations, um, preparing foods, showing people how they can use foods that they get at the pantry. Um, we've done that with Jean uh, Baranek from the uh, UMass um, Food Extension, and um, they helped do the SNAP Ed. And uh, I think once COVID is over, when we, whenever that finally happens, I hope we'll have those again because um, those are great events to be able to actually bring people together and do a little food cooking demonstration. I always thought that that would just be a great thing to do because sometimes people really don't utilize a certain vegetable or fruit or some product, and, and what do you do with it? So. Uh, because you do have such a diversity of people coming. Mm. Other things that we do in Malden Neighbors, um, they've been sending volunteers for our pantry, volunteers to help do deliveries, um, and also they sometimes just come by to pick up clothing, blankets, diapers, masks. Those are all things that we uh, that we have because we're still delivering um, groceries and meals. To homeless families, that didn't stop, uh, again, because it was a delivery program, so there was no problem with that. And so we do have the baby supplies. We do have clothing. We're getting ready now for uh, what we're going to need for the fall in terms of blankets, coats. Uh, we, we have new new socks. We have a lot of winter items. So people donate those, and then uh, also we, we distribute them. That's wonderful. So people do have needs like that. They can certainly email us. Uh, do you pick it up? If uh, you know, because of a shortage of uh, uh, volunteers, sometimes the pickup is difficult. If it's a big pickup, we'll arrange for it with one of our vans or the truck. So I will say, you know, arrangements can be made. We just need some notice. We have to try, line up the driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it's just a bag or something like that, or a few bags, people usually bring it by mm-hmm. the office. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, are you still doing like uh, like are people still collecting food and bringing it to you, or what? Oh, absolutely. Thanks for mentioning that. Mm. We're getting the maximum amount of food that we can at the moment, based on the weight limits. The food Greater Boston Food Bank, of which we're in the Top percent, uh, top ten percent of distributors from the Greater Boston Food Bank uh, network of agencies. Mm. Bread of Life is in the top ten percent because of the amount of food that we distribute, and also we do about 40, 40 to forty-five percent uh, fresh in produce, and about 
something like 98% of the food that we acquire there is what's in the, considered in the nutritious mm-hmm. category. So we have high marks with them, um, but everybody is pressed for food because the demand nationwide has increased so much. So they have had to limit how much food we get from them. And that has caused us in the past few weeks, actually, to reduce the amount of food uh, by 15 to 20 percent in terms of poundage that we're giving away in our programs Mm -hmm. at the Everett Pantry, the Malden Pantry, and the Grocery Delivery. So we welcome all food donations, and we have since the beginning of of the pandemic because... The CDC in the state of Massachusetts said right from the beginning, you know, the food uh, supply is not contaminated, and it's not how people contract the disease. Mm-hmm. It's contracted from other people. Um, that's why masks are so important. Hand washing super important. Uh, but the food supply is safe. So we take canned goods. We take produce. We take cooked food. Um, so yes, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, people want to drop off food between noon and 5 p.m. Um, and the evening meal, all this is online, by the way, at our website, but, uh, people are bringing prepared foods to, for the evening meal, uh, for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We're there at the First Baptist Church from 3.30 to 7 at the corner of Main and Salem Streets in the Malton Center. That's wonderful. Uh, um, I want to know, um, is there any other items that can be brought as well, you know, not just the food, but uh, blankets, any diapers, anything else? Uh, yeah, we actually are looking for diapers that the homeless could, I mean, excuse me, blankets that the homeless can use in the winter months. We have we have some that are more for people that are housed, that are more like uh, nice comforters or afghans, but we need some sturdier uh, blankets that are uh, heavier quality um, that people who are actually homeless um, will be able to use, stronger, sturdier blankets. Mm-hmm. Either you know synthetic or wool or blend that doesn't really matter. But um, you know full size heavier weight blankets. Uh, we always take diapers because that's ongoing. Um, all sizes, from newborn to size six or pull ups. What about formula? Um, uh, formula, not not really, because it gets hard to match before expiration date. Yeah, so, I'm mentioning baby uh, food too. How about baby food? Uh, yeah, again, as long as the expiration dates are good on it, mm-hmm. um, we also have been giving that away. Mm-hmm. Great. Is and it, mm-hmm. cleaning products, of course. Um, you know, anything that's paper towels, the Lysol. Um, that's been helpful. We're still delivering to COVID isolating um, people, so that's that's always helpful. Now, how are you doing in that area with masks well, and gloves and stuff? Well, people, we just put out a call on masks. Our development director, Patty Kelly, is great at just putting out the announcements every and the posts every week of what we need for volunteers and donations. So. 
Um, I think right now we've gotten a, a good amount of masks, and we're, I think we're about to pick up 2,000 more from Mystic Valley Elder Services this week. So we're doing well on that uh, because we have been going through those fast with all the different volunteers that come through. Uh, so that's masks, and we've been doing pretty well in the past few weeks. How about your cleaning supplies? Yeah, I would say, you know, paper towels and um, uh, the Lysol is helpful. Uh, I think we've been able to get the gloves. Uh, we're looking for boxes for grocery delivery. Uh, I think it's uh, 16 by 16 by 10 or 12, so the small boxes. We mm-hmm. definitely could use those that are going through 220 to 250 boxes a week. Uh, you know, around that around that size would be helpful. And now what time uh, would people be able to bring them down to the Bread of Life, did you say? Yeah, between noon and 5, Tuesday through Friday is the best time. Tuesdays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. Is Tuesday, anything- Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to share at this time? Well, I just want to mention a little bit more about the prepared food because... Uh, we used to have one meal for uh, that was prepared for sit-down. But with the COVID, um, it is possible for people to bring in smaller amounts of things. Like uh, one of the first people who donated um, when all this started, a gentleman who's come in from his family bring a, a pan of lasagna. Uh, and we could use that kind of thing. So whether it's a pasta salad already prepared or... Uh, you know, ziti and meatballs or, or, or lasagna or mac and cheese. It does not have to be enough to feed 140 people because each uh, guest does not have to get the same uh, meal. We're able to put things uh, together. So we can distribute, you know, have, you know, 12 meals that's lasagna and then 12 meals that's uh, mac and cheese with ham. And you get the idea. So we really welcome people. Um, to do that, and you, the information you know, we can you can email our coordinator or um, text her, but it's uh, Maria dot at bread of life Walden dot org, uh, Tiro T I R O, and just uh, let her know what you can be bringing. Uh, but we welcome that. That's a, a big help because the cooking facilities at the Baptist Church are limited. Uh, another big reason why we have to build our new kitchen and dining hall, um, a, a, full, a full commercial kitchen, it's going to be wonderful. Mm. Again, I want, I would like uh, to you uh, to give all the information, your, the phone number they can contact, any emails that they can contact, and the times and the days that they can bring all this wonderful uh, cooking and blankets and diapers and whatever to you. Okay. Thank you. I think the main thing is um, people can go to our website. So it's breadoflifemalden.org. That's the main one, breadoflifemalden.org. And there you'll see um, under uh, uh, Take Action, you'll see... um, how to, uh, how to uh, volunteer, and it will list a, a lot of the um, the contact people. So it talks about 
the food pantry. So this is org slash volunteer. It'll talk about when we need people to um, volunteering at the pantry, um, at the Everett Bowl Market, for the grocery delivery program, um, and who to contact for the evening meals. Um, so uh, that's all there. And in general, to uh, to bring things to our site, it is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, 12 to 5, 54 Eastern Ave. That's wonderful. Um, well, Gabriella, before we end, is there anything else you'd like to share? I I wanted to just say that we've been um, we have been having a little bit of uh, issue with our phone uh, phone system, and I don't know if it was related to <laughs> the coincidence that happened at the same time as the virus. <laughs> uh, but uh, if, if people have trouble reaching us by phone, I want to just apologize in advance and to say that you can um, that you can. Uh, call us at uh, uh, a different number for the time being, uh, which I'll give you right now. Our normal number, which may be operational as of one week from today, is 781-397-0404. But people have been experiencing problems with it. But that is going to be our number into the future. That's wonderful. But if people would like to... Uh, yeah, it's been a big... It's a, a very frustrating and, and crazy problem. Um, but if people would like to contact us immediately about anything, they can contact um, 781-820-4749 and speak with Patty. And this would be if they want to volunteer, donate, any question. Um, that she is handling uh, those calls at the moment that people are having trouble getting through on our regular number, 781-820-4749. Wonderful. Well, I'm also going to add, too, they are on Facebook, are on mm-hmm. Instagram, mm-hmm. and um, also Twitter. And I want to say to the community, uh, they are getting there under one roof campaign. They do have meals at the First Baptist Church outside. They do have that. And they are looking for volunteers as well. If anybody wants to donate, you can go to breadoflife.org.com, one of the two. Dot org. Dot org. And you can, vol- you can volunteer or you can donate. And uh, this is our guest, it's Gabriella Stelmack, and she's a wonderful person, a lovely lady, and all of them down at the Bread of Life are wonderful people, very loving people, and they Thank want to help so the community. Pardon me? Thank you very much for saying that. That's oh, very nice. They are, and um, they've helped the community a great deal. They care about the young at heart, I call them. Um, and they do very much so, and they care about all the kids and everybody actually in Malden. Um, I, I just remember uh, Tom Fagley coming into MATV and dropping off whatever he had and sharing. 
And mm. I think they're all about sharing not only their food, but their hearts. Mm. So I thank you very much uh, for coming on this podcast and just sharing everything. And I hope... Thank, thank you. Thank you for all that you do and uh, oh, for well, your positive attitude and your just everything that you do at, uh, at UMA. UMA, am I saying <laughs> yeah. that right? The name, yes. right? And we all have to get used to that. A.K.A. M.A.T.V. A.K.A. M.A.T.V. I love that. (laughs) A.K.A. M.A.T.V. Uma. (laughs) I love that. You have just a lovely personality, my dear, and hope to see you soon. And you have a blessed day. And I want to say to oh yeah, and I want to say to everybody out there, please stay safe at this time. Please wash your hands and just wear a mask and uh, just have a blessed day and. Be safe. Bye-bye for now. This is... Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, let me tell you something, and I'm going to play some wonderful music. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. 